BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great tasting all natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Armstrong and Getty. The birthplace of talk radio. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. So it's largely a financial squeeze, and they did get squeezed. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he... Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. Oh, Caesar. O-V-I-D. It is a dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. And today, on Little Wednesday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. We thought we had a hire. We were going to go with Nancy Pelosi holding up aid for small businesses. But I'm afraid we've had a more prominent candidate come to the fore. That would be Kim Jong-un, alive or dead. He's Schrodinger's dictator. What's going on over there? 
I was just thinking the other day that we got to go through the whole Schrodinger's cat thing again. We did that like, I don't know, a dozen years ago. We still reference it, and a lot of people have never heard that. It's fantastic. My philosophy is I hate philosophy. I just, I can't stand it. It's philosophy, and then Schrodinger's cat is dead and alive at the same time. So you're saying the same thing about Kim Jong-un? Is that his name, the little fathead? He is within Schrodinger's, or do you say Schrodinger? Uh, His box of secrecy inside North Korea. And little fathead has not been seen for weeks. He wasn't at his grandpappy's giant birthday celebration, which is like George Washington's birthday ought to be in this country. Except Um, you're his grandson. Right. right, George Washington's birthday and you're George Washington the third. What I was trying to say, yeah, it's a gigantic holiday there. He hasn't been seen at the big military stuff. Very odd. Where's Fathead? So I like the fact that NBC reported him dead for like an hour last night and then right. and then canceled their tweet. God, it's just amazing to me. I understand some half-assed minor news outlet jumping the gun on major world leaders dying. But if you're NBC, you got to have some confirmation. You can't alert the world that Kim Jong-un is dead and then say, oh, I guess it's not. We, we heard it somewhere. It thought it was true. So sorry about that. That's just so weak. Well, lately, the C and NBC stands for crappy. That is amazing. I mean, they're, they're, they're really sloppy. I'd say, I'd say you can't do that. That's absolutely incredible. Anyway. You jump the gun on some governor resigning because he hasn't actually informed the legislature. Right, right. Okay. But Fathead being dead, that's big stuff. Can you imagine the chaos? I mean, my God, China would be in a full panic. Well, they're a nuclear power. Uh, a, a crazy dictatorship <laughs> with nuclear weapons. Well, it's not a property properly about the nuclear weapons. It's whether or not they can send them anywhere. Um, uh, but, yeah, that would be unbelievable. Have you heard any talk? Did 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 people think he was dead long enough to start any talk of who would succeed him? Because I haven't seen any good analysis of that. I assume it would be Dennis Rodman, but I'm not sure of that. Right. I believe that is the line of succession. I happened to see an article the other day. I can't remember. In one of your allegedly brainy uh, newspapers, the headline was Kim Jong-un's sister is the most powerful woman in North Korea. And I thought, oh, that's that babe that was at the Olympics. But that's, I didn't read it. That's just because she got to eat today. <laughs> she's literally physically the most powerful woman in North Korea because she's had a meal. Yes. <laughs> Isn't communism grand, oh, folks? The lighter side of starvation. Yeah, um, well. You know, remember Kim's dad was the crazy Chicago Bulls fan. It's too bad he's still not around because he'd be watching that 10-part documentary on ESPN. Right. Just absolutely right. loving it. Maybe that's where the little fella is. Yeah, that's a, yeah. Well, I'm not he's binge watching. I'm not going to test any missiles. I'm not going to go to any parades. I'm watching the ESPN thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, hilarious. The Michael Jordan documentary, extremely popular. I'm referring to it as Bull King, just to uh, gotcha. you know, continue the string of From Tiger King to Bull King. Fantastic. America's cultural touchstones. There you go. Let's introduce everybody in the squad before we get into the news of the day, the flow. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Uh, pretty good. It is pretty uh, funny that NBC reported that. I'm just picturing some intern you know, giving this to the news director, news director looking back at the intern and say, listen, your source was Dr. Howard Stern. Don't you get what happened, kid? <laughs> Yeah, that, that's a bad look for NBC. Holy cow. There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? 
doing very well with my ear to the ground and the eyes on the markets. I'm not sure if you caught wind of this yesterday, but I'm I'm getting into the oil business. Turns go. out it's uh you know people are paying people to store oil as far as I can tell. So oil went below zero, which ow, ow. which if I understand correctly, for a period of time they were paying you to fill up your car with gas yesterday. I that's my understanding. Yes, it got down to negative forty dollars per barrel. Um, so I'm going full. There will be blood. I'm a bit of an oil man. Me and my boy HW. <laughs> in, a, in, a, in another in another several months, I'm just going to be drinking milkshakes and pummeling people to death with bowling pins. Why not? You know, I ordered one of those gigantic three million gallon tanks from a backyard, but then Judy checked with the HOA and they said, "No, no, you can't Freaking have an HOAs, oil refinery man. in your backyard." Yeah, there was another Nazis. There was a period of time yesterday you could pull into any Shell or Chevron and they would pay you to fill up your car with gas. <laughs> I, and a no, lot of I gas stations, they were standing there at the hose on just running gas yeah. right onto the pavement because it's cheaper to have it out of there than in the tank. Please yep. no smoking. All but over just America. Spraying it all over the place. All over America they were doing that. All right. Paying right. you to fill up your car with gas. It's just an amazing story. Yeah, don't throw any matches into your local rivers. Um, I'm Jack Armstrong. <laughs> He's Joe Getty on this. It is, what day is today? Tuesday, April 21st, the year 2020. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. My, Michael, do we have any uh, tape of local residents throwing matches into their uh, local river? How would that Does sound that if tape that exists? If to, just as no, it doesn't exist right now. It, does it doesn't exist. I see. Okay. Oh, I, Michael's in his full octopus mode trying to... Bring the show uh, out into the open water. All right, then. Let's begin officially according to FCC rules and regulations. Sound effects. There it is. There. <laughs> Timing. Timing. I know. <laughs> what? But you tell me no, and then mid-sentence you run it. What kind of, what kind of operation is this? Oh, that's hilarious. All right, where were we? Blah, blah, blah. Mark. This pandemic has reaffirmed the importance of keeping vital supply chains at home. We cannot outsource our independence. We cannot be reliant on foreign nations. I've been saying this for a long time. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. It's a decent argument for that. Will oh, the, heck yeah. Will there be any head of steam for this, though, when the crisis is over to try to, like, somehow make more things here? Like, perhaps, although on balance, I was just listening to a featurette about the various permanent and semi-permanent political changes that may be wrought by Chairman Xi's Chinese bat lab disease. And a lot of it's bad stuff if you're a, a fan of smaller government mm-hmm. and more liberty. I mean, Republicans are fully on board now with all sorts of programs that the Democrats have been flogging for years, but haven't gotten started. Just giant welfare states. So oh, I want to hear more about that, I think. Yeah. The whole oil going below zero is another example of what the Wall Street Journal has been talking about for weeks now, is that there's weird stuff in the e- economics that have never happened before. So it's really difficult to predict what's going on, because just things that have never happened. Right, right. These numbers have never been seen. This has never been higher than this. This has never been going down while that's going up, all kinds of things. There's just no models for these. some of the the economic numbers. And Excuse me, I'm going to sneeze. Could be sneezing a COVID thing. It can be. Mm. Certainly can be. On the other hand, I just switched antihistamines because you know I've always been antihistamine. <laughs> oh, uh, where was I? Sneezing. What was I saying? Oil economics are weird. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's uh, everybody's at least a little concerned with deflation. Yeah, where prices just go down, down. Nobody buys, so people are laid off in massive numbers, and, then, and that doubles it down. The rest of it, and then cannibalism, and then eventually cannibalism. Uh, but the idea that there is now nowhere to put the oil. 
And so people were walking around saying, look, uh, I'll give you 30 bucks if you'll take this barrel off my hands. I just, I just got to get it out of my garage. Right. Oh, that's just really on me about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. The neighbors are starting to complain because it leaks. Uh, yeah, this is the term bizarre is overused. This is bizarre. Yeah. So how does mailbag look? Oh, it's very nice. We're going to go with the more offbeat uh, correspondence today, Jack. Enough substance, I say. Fantastic. <laughs> and we'll keep our eye on the leader of North Korea, because if he dies, holy cow, what is going to happen there? Uh, stay tuned. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. Study out of the Los Angeles area that's getting a lot of attention about antibodies and how many people may have had the disease already, so that's worth talking about later. Also, keeping our eye on that little fathead in North Korea to see if he's dead or not. He hasn't been seen in a while. That'd be something if he got the COVID, huh? Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. His protector, China, uh, gives him the bug that snuffs him. Oh, that's right. I hadn't even thought of, thought of that angle. Well, not only that, but then they'd have, what is it, like 25, 26 million people who are already starving and, and, and weird and occult, uh, practically. Uh, this is on their border and, and probably unrest and violence within North Korea. God knows what would happen. Mm. Some sort of military coup would be insane. Mailbag. Got this text. To sub- <laughs> Do bad drivers think they're good drivers? That's an excellent question. I would say about two-thirds of them do, in my experience. Huh. You get the occasional person who admits they're not very good. An overwhelming number of people think they're above-average drivers. Above-average everything. Yeah. I have just a couple of friends who drive like PTA mothers, to uh, quote the great band Cracker. Uh, they're very slow drivers, but conscientious. Do you consider a very slow driver a bad driver, generally speaking? Um, if you're in the uh, left lane, yeah. Yes, certainly. All right. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day from none other than George Washington. We mentioned him, so why not follow up? If freedom of speech is taken away, then dumb and silent we may be led like sheep to the slaughter. Mm-mm. Amen, George. Amen. Lay it on us. Hey, guys, writes, uh, well, why don't we say uh, Aileen Anonymous <clears throat> from the Barrier of California. Last Thursday, you were talking about people who have second homes. Uh, Joe, this morning, you mentioned this yesterday. You and your family hung out at your mountain cabin this weekend. Be lucky you don't have a neighbor like this. This note was on our windshield Easter Sunday. I have, feel very sad that we have such unreasonable blanking neighbors. Enjoy your COVID-19 ends, uh, isolation. Here's the... Uh, note that was left on their door with an illustration of a doctor at least they took time to you know put a little clip art in there what makes you people think you can violate the state mandate all caps to stay at home that means your primary residence you also violate sonoma county order that second homeowners must stay at home in their primary residence there are no in and out privileges you are not allowed to travel here and spend the weekend citations are now being issued at stay-at-home violators most likely, you're also violating the stay-at-home order in your county, in your county. Do you think you are above the law? If so, you are idiots. Breaking the stay-at-home order that most people are abiding by is not appreciated. We will be sending your address to the proper authorities to report your flagrant <laughs> oh, violation. All right, go ahead. <laughs> well, then we'll fight. Wow. That's yeah, something. Can, you believe that? So I get in my car, 
I drive for a while. The the public is not allowed in my car. Just to clarify, there's really no crowds in my car. Then I drive to a different place where I walk in the door, and then I sit on that couch doing roughly what I would have done on this couch. And that's going to spread the COVID how, you numbskulls? <sighs> well, if you went to the store... Oh, Hey, this this is a good text. Wouldn't it be amazing if someone in the Trump administration trolled NBC? That's not impossible. No. That I see they, Stephen Miller's fingerprints all over this. That they somehow <laughs> got word through a channel that they knew they could get NBC because they're so sloppy to jump and report that Kim Jong-un is dead, therefore weakening them because I now, when I get an NBC alert, will think, ah, oh, it's NBC. Right. I don't know. Stranger things have happened. Uh, Pat in the Hood writes, I know more people who have won the lottery than I do with the coronavirus. I, know, I don't play the lottery because it's such a long stretch. Yeah, I, I just over the weekend, we've got a, a friend who, uh, who, who's who got several people in his family that have had it. But um, that was my first. That's the closest contact I've had, which is weird. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, Pat in the Hood, my only quibble with you is that you may well know lots of people who've had it. But they were asymptomatic or just felt mildly crappy for a little while and and got over it. Um, We don't know. Uh, Bonnie writes indignantly, all the guys on the daily briefings are clearly getting their high and tight haircuts. Why is it okay for them? This is what is going to piss people off. I agree. That haircut pisses me off, too. You got the shave, the sides all shaved, and you got a little tuft on top. You look like a Q-tip. I guess she's mad that they're getting haircuts. They're in the military, dear. I know the guys you're talking about. I watched some of the briefing yesterday. They're in the military. They're still doing the briefing every day, several hours? Oh, God, yeah, it's endless. Huh. I, I finally bailed. I thought I'll read a summary yeah. some other time. I thought this was good the other day. This is another, uh, uh, I, th- I think the anti-Trump media does a bad job of taking him on. Just a terrible job. If he's as bad as you say he is, just report the facts and you'll be okay, right? Right. But uh, Rahm Emanuel who was chief of staff for uh, Barack Obama, and he's really a smart political guy. He said on uh, on um, uh, ABC this week, he said, CNN should run every moment of these press conferences. They should ask the White House if they could be longer. <laughs> the, yeah. He said they're damaging the president and weakening him. The idea of cutting away from him is a stupid idea for CNN. And, uh, you know, from his point of view, I think he's right. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Uh, Let's see, how about this from uh, Nick from California, then Utah, and now apparently Estonia. I am an exchange student studying in Estonia. Greetings from the beautiful Baltic region. Uh, I've always wanted to go. It it, it looks uh, absolutely wonderful, the picture I've I've seen, now that they're no longer killing each other like in the 90s. I've purchased Baltic Avenue many times. That's a good point. Uh, So a foreign exchange student this semester, and before we could all get flights out, 22 students in my international dorm tested positive for the COVID. 22? Yeah, and now we're quarantined for the next few weeks. University is bringing food for us daily, and the Estonian military is watching our dorm 24-7 to ensure ensure nobody leaves. Once this thing blows over, you should come out here. It's a beautiful country. Oh, let's see. I've already gotten my roommates, a Swede and a German, to start listening religiously to you guys. Wow, fantastic. Excellent. Uh, I hope to listen on, on Sundays? They're going to start... Uh, uh, start speaking, you know, our brand of twisted English, I'm afraid. We'll distract them from the, the King's English. Sweden and guys, German walk into a bar. What happens? Uh, they meet uh, Nick from California. And they, uh, they get Corona. And they get the Corona. Exactly. You already know what happens. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And then he requests Michelangelo, he requests the uh, he had beautiful hair clip. I think because they can't get haircuts. 
Uh, so if we have that for Nick, we're requesting Nick sound effects internationally. Fantastic. Well, he's a kid. He's stuck in Estonia. He's terrified. He's listening to us, so he's confused. Yeah, well, uh, Trump announced a, a travel ban. Nobody coming in from anywhere in the world as of last night. The details are still a little sketchy, but we can talk about that. Yeah, an immigration ban. Yeah, yeah that's something. Hey, yeah, beautiful hair. Makes sense, I think. We'll bring you up to speed on all the latest numbers on everything. And a great question about why we can't be outside. There's no good science behind yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Two men in Idaho are using their time in quarantine to break a Guinness World Record. Guinness record-breaking pro David Rush broke the record over the weekend for most number of balls caught in a bucket there you go. on the head what? with his quarantine <laughs> partner, Jonathan Hannon. Rush was able to catch 98 of the 123 tennis balls that Hannon threw at him during the allowed time. The previous record was 79 balls caught. Fantastic. Rush holds more than 100 Guinness World Record no, titles. Okay, well, that's interesting. All right. There needs officially to be, too many records. There needs to be more of that during the quarantine. More breaking Guinness records. This might be the all-time sweet spot in world history for setting world records. I feel like I could beat that. What was Pick it? Ninety-eight. Practice for weeks. I feel like I feel like a couple of dudes could beat that too. You get yeah. a bunch of beer, you hole up for the weekend, and you just break the dang record. You draw straws to figure out which friend has to put the bucket on his head. <laughs> but there needs huh. to be more record breaking going on. I love it. Catching uh, tennis balls in a bucket on your head. If if you're going to allow that, wouldn't there be an infinite number of records? How about golf balls? How about handballs? How about softballs? How about baseballs? Now you're Come thinking. On. Stop it. So we've been saying this since pretty much the beginning. The the how, whole. How, how about bowling balls, Joe? Oh, <laughs> the record is one. Find a guy with a thick neck. <laughs> um. So we've been saying this forever. The the whole math problem on the uh, the coronavirus thing is you don't know what the bottom number is when you're doing the math on this. You don't have any freaking idea how many people have or have had this thing when you right. start talking about the deaths. I mean, that's just so obviously true, but people keep throwing out numbers. Well, here's a pretty good example. Study in Los Angeles, L.A. County study. We, we thought in L.A. County there were about 7,000 cases. Oh, I'm sorry, we were wrong. There are 440,000 cases. So twice as many. <laughs> 55 times as many cases as they thought when they actually had a chance to test a bunch of people. Oh, my god. So they weren't gosh. even freaking close. Oh, my god. And that's nobody's fault. The fault is in reporting the numbers as if they have any meaning whatsoever. Uh, people are testing as fast as they can test. That uh, they, you know, there's a hold up there. That's its own story. But reporting the numbers is is somebody's fault. <laughs> Every number you've heard over the last three months, if it didn't have the disclaimer of, of course, we have no idea how many people have it, uh, then then they're just li- they were lying to you. Well, so then we don't know if the death rate is like akin to being shot. Or akin to the flu, or akin to biting your lip because you're eating too fast. <laughs> you know how many people die of that? Um, I don't. Uh, we don't have any clue, right? So that's the most. And we're in- wrecking the world economy. That's right. So while if it sounded like it was bad news to find out there are actually you know a half a million people with it maybe instead of seven thousand, oh, no. no, it's, it's great actually news. great news in that if correct, that would mean L.A. County's fatality rate from the coronavirus is way lower. 
than anybody thought it was. Mm. Which means that the, the lethality of this thing, how, how likely it is to kill you if you catch it, is way, 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 way lower. Minuscule compared to what people thought it was. So, you know, you send the SWAT team to catch the guy jogging down the beach by himself. Or, or harangue your neighbor for going to their cabin. Uh, yeah, okay. We need to nail this down in a hurry, folks, before, you know, another 10 million working people have no income. And are, are, are turning to the government, which delights most Democrats, by the way, the fact that millions and millions, now tens of millions of people are now newly dependent on them. That is just, that's party time over on Nancy's side of the island. By the way, Nancy, you old hag, pass that small old, business aid thing. You old hag. What she did, she's, wow. uh, uh, that, that was, uh, trust me, that was five down the list of things I wanted to call her. I said really? old hag because it's uh, old hag because it's arable. But she's, you know, pushing for for the podcast, more pork for the government. Uh, She's insisting on a national testing regimen when the administration is saying, listen, states know their needs better. We'll we'll help them with funding or whatever. But the states have to be in charge of their own health. Do you really? I'm sorry. There's a rant going on. We are we're undergoing a rant. It's still happening, people. Do you really want in your state, wherever you are, to be dependent on the federal government to respond to a local health crisis? That's what you want? Are you insane? Can you imagine if you're a uh, a small state or a state that's safely in the party uh, that uh, is in power so they don't need your vote anymore? Or worse yet, you're in the other party. You're like a red state with a blue White House. They'll, you'll wait for months and months. They don't give a damn about you in the Beltway. My gosh, the more local government is, the more effective it is. End of rant. So this was a USC... That's the bill, you idiot! End of rant. (laughs) This was a USC study uh, where they're trying to figure out how many people in L.A. County have got the disease. And, of course, this is important for the whole country, for the whole world, really, to try to nail down some area of the world where we have an idea how many people got it uh, and how many people got sick and or died from it to try to have some idea of the lethality. It's amazing that we're this many months into one of the worst worst pandemics in theory uh, in world history, and we still haven't got the slightest idea how how lethal it is. But um, they found an estimated USC found an estimated four point one percent of the county's adult population has antibodies, which means somewhere between two hundred twenty thousand and four hundred forty two thousand adults m- may have had the infection. That's twenty eight to fifty five times higher than the seventy nine hundred. That had wow. been reported, and there's been 600 deaths. So if somewhere around 450,000 people have had it, and you have 600 deaths, obviously the lethality rate is incredibly low. Yeah, yeah. The only question I have, because I'm not a denier or a minimizer, really. I just want to know what the truth is. Uh, the one question I have is, do you have immunity once you have it? I mean, because if this thing gets like four shots at you, and and you just can't develop immunity for it yeah, for some bizarre reason? Now, that's a little scary. Yeah, I don't even know how the math works in the lethality rate if you can get it over and over and over again. Um, I mean, you you get over it, you're, <coughs> you're thinking, okay, I'm fine. And the COVID says, I'll be back. You know, that'd be no good. Right, if it only kills one out of ten people who get it, but I can get it ten times, then it's it's, mm. a, it's a different thing. I don't like your chances. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but this is just a stunning story. I mean, this is a... This is a um, a world significant story to have yes. these kind of numbers, yeah, and and try to figure out what's going on with it. 
And we'll, yeah. and we'll talk more about this. We're going to try not to kill you with Corona stuff. Uh, it's, it's tough to find the right balance. But uh, later, maybe we'll get into Tucker Carlson had, a, I thought, a great segment last night. This question should have been asked weeks ago. Where's the data backing up the idea that we can't be uh, in parks or golf courses or beaches as long as we're staying away from each other? Well, right. there isn't any, really. There are there's several scientific studies that show eh, you're fine. You're fine outside in a park mm. as long as you're not crowded together. You're fine. Uh, the 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 wind, the open air, everything it disperses. Your your chances of getting here are so low. Um, the the upside of people getting out and about and fresh air and exercise and everything like that it way outweighs any risk. So where did we come up with this whole they're cracking down on every damn park, beach, and golf course in the country thing? Right. It's just the it's just the lust for power. It's just a I'm going to show I'm even more powerful and controlling than the person next door. And which is fright. What is really frightening to me is polls show most people are okay with that. They think it's great. Oh, my governor's the best. He he won't let anybody even walk down the beach alone. That's how great my governor is. Yeah. Which is yeah, troubling. That's, that is troubling. Uh, this is even more troubling, perhaps, Jack. NBC, of course, reporting Kim Jong Un's death and retracting it. Oh, I'm sorry. They... We we meant that uh, a, a crazy dictator with nuclear weapons had died. We did. We didn't mean that. We uh, we, we, meant, we meant something else. Our mistake. Uh, maybe they brought him around with the paddles or something. Uh, local NBC affiliate in Sacramento, California, Jack, with a different missile on display. Sacramento TV reporter Melinda Mesa doing a charming featurette from her home about the difficulties of cutting one's hair. She was doing so in her bathroom. Well, clearly visible in the mirror was her husband's crank as he showered. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You're cutting your hair in your bathroom while your your husband's taking a shower behind you. That's well, interesting. right, yeah, and the camera shot of for, her for reflected shot? in the mirror. Don't you tell there me? Is. Don't you say to your husband, hey, I got a live shot here in a couple minutes. Can you either take your shower right before I do it or right after, not at the same time? <laughs> or they're exhibitionists. Or he wanted to show his uh, wang to the world. There's yeah. always that as a possibility. And a fine wang it is, but you've wow. seen it? Now that's a mishap. You've seen it? I've seen several. <laughs> I'm not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I used to play sports. <laughs> Everybody's well, got them. <laughs> I mean, I, well, not everybody. About half the population does. Well, yeah, yeah, I but that. Um, everybody in the locker room—that was before they let transgenders in the locker room. <laughs> so, oh, jeez. So, did you uh, have you watched the footage though? Uh no, I've just how, seen still pics. How visible is her husband's wand behind uh, her as she cuts oh, her hair? Clearly, there's a dude taking a shower right there. Oh, that's not good. I mean, it's not like it's a close-up or anything, but there he is in the mirror. Is there any audio to the anchor say, excuse me, Melinda, but we can see your husband's penis over your left shoulder. You could, uh... I'm sorry, you can see my husband's what? <laughs> His uh, penis, Melinda. You can see my husband's penis? We're being distracted from your, your, your at-home haircut by the exposed genitalia over your left shoulder. She turns and looks. Oh, my. Oh, my. Back to you at the anchor desk. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> well, these things happen. Oh, yeah. You and I'm know. glad. I'm glad they do. <laughs> That's hilarious. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Um, yeah, if you didn't hear uh, Kim Jong-un, the current leader of North Korea, who is uh, maybe a crazy person, he has people machine-gunned to death. If they if they don't sing correctly at his part, birthday parties, for instance, uh, fed the dogs, etc. Um, uh, there was a report last night that he was brain dead. 
Some sort of something went wrong. But post surgery, uh, I understood. Th- then yeah. they retracted that, and the closest real country to North Korea, South Korea, says, "Nah, it didn't happen. We monitor this sort of thing all the time, and he's fine." Mm. But he hasn't been seen for a while. Mm. Something's afoot. Something is afoot. If you're old enough, you remember this used to happen like when we were kids all the time with the Soviet Union. But Brezhnev has not been seen in a month. And right. Dropoff didn't show up to the regular party. And, you know, whatever. And oftentimes they were dead, actually. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and they were working out the succession behind the scenes. Yeah, there was a period like in our high school uh, age or wherever, there was like uh, four leaders of the Soviet Union in two months or something. Oh, yeah. They just kept yep. dropping dead. I don't want the job. Poo. Mm. Um, so we'll keep our eye on North Korea, among other things. I get, uh, and any, any comment on what life is like for you, since we've got people listening all over the country, whether it's your school, your business, your what they're doing in your state, opening up, cracking down, that sort of thing. We'd love to hear it on the text line, 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. So people won't have to do this much longer. It's Stockton, Melinda Mesa, KCRA 3 News. Oh, she is brave. Yeah, she's brave showing her husband's junk. (laughs) Excuse me, miss, there's something in the background there. Um... That's funny. The, so, the anchor's, uh, oh, she's so brave, cutting her own hair. <laughs> Not aware her nude husband was showering in the background. Fantastic. How's there no video of that? That's got to come out. Somebody's got somebody's to grab that somewhere. It's out there. Come on. Come on. Come on. These are troubled times. we got to talk next hour a little bit of how oil was uh, less than zero. How does some, how is something worth less than nothing? They were, they were paying you to take it. That's why the gas was free for a couple hours yesterday all across the United States. They were pay you to fill up your tank. It was really weird. If you missed out on it, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, crazy, but uh, stay tuned for that. So I'm reading with interest this uh, little article here in the New York Post. It's an opinion piece by a man called Michael Barone, uh, and he's talking about the current shock to America's universities, and he goes through the uh, an amazing amount of college debt, including uh, many tens of thousands of people who never graduated and don't have a degree. Um, higher than credit card debt. And then he goes into quoting John Ellis, who's an emeritus professor, uh, UC, University of California, Santa Cruz. I realize you go and the point is to get a degree and everything like that, but would your job prospects be that much different in most cases, whether you finished or not? I'm, I'm not sure. You know, that's part of the discussion here, and it's a good point. Uh, but this professor, John Ellis, cites multiple studies showing that half of graduates make no intellectual gains. None. All they've done is spent money. Wow. College degrees aren't so much evidence of learning as of plotting persistence. Well, which I remember how hearing much plotting persistence is going on given some of the numbers about how many classes you attend and all that sort of stuff. Well, right. Yeah. The uh, amount of time spent in class, the amount of time doing homework has been uh, reduced on average by like a, a third or a half or something. The number of classes taught by each professor is less. And then he gets into the ideological nuttiness on campuses. And then American universities keep grinding out more PhDs, uh, writing theses no one will ever read. Uh, they have more PhDs than tenure track teaching jobs. So most of these people are l- looking forward to an increase in the, uh, the uh, minimum wage 
Meanwhile, administrators oh, now outnumber teachers at many institutions. Administrators uh, many, outnumber teachers. Awesome. Many spend their time in meetings and conferences promoting equity, inclusivity, and diversity. Some spend time enforcing speech codes prohibiting free expression that colleges and universities at one time fostered. Well, I'd say that's the very reason for their existence. Uh, goes on and on. God, for the that's incredible. That, that, yeah. Uh, uh, maybe one good thing that could come out of this whole uh, Corona thing would be the blowing up the, the university system that we've been calling for for years. Yeah. Good yep. Lord. He gets into Harvard with a $37 billion endowment. That means just sitting in the bank. Oh, did you see the tweet? Earning interest. Did you see the tweet from Trump about that yesterday? We'll have to talk about that later. It, is it about, well, what he mentions here is they laid off hundreds of of working people who work on the campus, even though they have $37 billion sitting in an endowment. Is that what he was uh, tweeting about? No, or? was Harvard getting so much money, uh, uh, millions and millions of dollars from the Relief Act, somehow went to Harvard oh my with God. their nearly $40 billion endowment they have, and Trump was blasting wow. it. Wow, yeah. So, uh, anyway, actually, I want to get back to that because you have the Steak and Shake uh, that got $10 million bucks and then gave it back out of shame. I believe Ruth, uh, Shake Chris. Shack. Shake Shack. I'm yeah. sorry. So my apologies to the, the good folks at uh, Steak and Shake. Uh, and then you got Ruth's Chris, which, uh, you know, the rule is if you have less than 500 employees per location. So, uh, you know, uh, oh, to be that small businessman. Yeah, I have 350 employees in each of my 75 plants. That's not a small business. Anyway, uh, so as usual, when uh, government money washes around, there's tremendous amounts of misallocation, theft, and abuse. But anyway, this guy's point is the college system is so indefensible now, so top-heavy, so abusive, so ridiculous, that it it may not make it through this shock Good. unscathed. Good. Because people are realizing, okay, you know, learning at home is not the same, and it's not quite the... but. Come on, why are we spending so much money, so much time, you know, ooching around to get a half-ass education with zero uh, intellectual uh, gain? I would like to know more about how they determined that, because that's shocking. You go to school for four years, spend all that money, and you don't come out with any more knowledge than when you went in? How's that even possible? I mean, if if you were only 10% smarter, uh, I don't think you could justify the cost and the time of your life. Yeah. But the, if it's zero, oh, my God. Well, and so many people these days, they come out with a head full of these bizarro, like, yeah. uh, intersectional theories. That's what they learned. Well, that's Jer- so- that's Jordan Peterson's argument that's a net negative, that you come out with this distorted, weird view of the world and the way it works and then and then and enter into a world that doesn't exist, only right. existed in the mind of your professor. Yeah, yeah. Well, there are going to be changes wrought by this uh, Chinese bat lab disease, uh, no doubt. And and some of them might be positive. I hope they are. I hope we see some good, you know, uh, some strengthening of the American system, maybe some chucking out of things that are, are uh, flabby and old and ineffective. But, uh, hey, did you call my ju- name? <laughs> judging by the uh, amount of government money flowing around, making the bureaucracies even bigger, uh, I don't have a lot of hope. Yeah, well, let me uh, pay this off right here. Then the Harvard Crimson, their own newspaper, reported that Harvard University is going to receive nearly $9 million in aid from the federal government through the Corona uh, Relief Act, the CARE Act. 
which is just crazy. And Trump tweeted yesterday, so rather than going to a small business that actually needs the money, Harvard, with a $40 billion endowment and professors that keep getting arrested for giving research secrets to the Chinese, yes. $9 million they don't need so small businesses can't. What a joke. I guarantee yeah. you that has like 90% approval. Yeah, well, and your $1,200 gets phased out if you make seventy five grand. but Harvard has $40 billion in the bank, and they still get their millions. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Your getaway with Apple Vacations begins the moment you step on board one of our exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Escape the ordinary with packages starting at just $599. No layovers, just pure relaxation from takeoff to touchdown. Immerse yourself in the joy of travel with Apple Vacations. Your journey is as enchanting as the destination, so pack your bags and leave the rest to us. Visit AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to book your vacation.